1: So Jeff Hurst, the Trevor Brooklyn and Billy Bates. I'm
2: proud of all West Ham United. We we'll celebrate our victories. We we'll stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. West Ham United. More than just a poor
3: frost. More than just a poor... Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast.
2: Podcast. I'm in the living room doing a podcast for you. Get on with it.
3: I'm in my shed. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Uh, Len and Nigel were here. I don't get to say what you're doing, where you are you. They've done it already. They're here. George and John are not because it's international uh week. Uh international break week. Uh episodes. 12 of season 10 let's get down to it i'll tell you what there's a bit of an exclusive what's the time boys what's the time, time as is 10 to 7 10 to 7 6:15. here's the exclusive it's it's yeah so it's it's on a monday it, it's not going to be exclusive by the time you hear it but um craig dawson is going to sign uh it's going to be announced in nine minutes time at seven o'clock by the club on the club website um and uh look here's, here's a bit to soften the blow It's not a deal for £2 million. It's not a deal for £3 million. It's a loan deal. For one season only. Does that that make it any better?
2: Well, I'll tell you what does make it better. The club that are going to announce it, because I don't
3: know who he is. You don't know who Craig Dawson is? No. He's a a, um, centre-back that plays for Watford at the moment. Got relegated with Watford. Previously, he played for... West Bromley got relegated with them, um, and he concedes goals. Now, that's being a bit unfair. Oh. <laughs> Before he got relegated. Look, let's be honest. He's he's like fourth-choice centre-back. So he's for cover. Uh, and it's a loan deal for a season. I don't see a problem with that. David Moyes pick. I know he's a sort house player, but I'm told David Moyes pick. I don't see a problem with that. Do you, Nigel?
1: So he's zoned out there. Um Who are we talking about? What one?
3: Craig Dawson.
1: Nah, listen, if he signs, he puts a shirt on. on... What do you
3: mean, if he signs? He's signed at seven o'clock. Did you miss the exclusive? uh, In eight minutes time, the club are going to announce he's I'm sorry. It could still fall
1: through. I don't be believe it. Be Sean, Sean, I don't believe it unless X tells us. I'm, <laughs> I'm on Twitter now. It's refreshing his pages. He can't be there speak. then. That's what you well, saying? Has. He's, he's, he, he, he no,
3: Both he and I
1: you have done den- You it can't anymore, Sean. You can't be. I can it. Can't be. Well,
3: but
1: have, have a
3: look at his timeline. Have a look at his timeline. I'm sure he's, he's now said it.
1: Well, no, what he said was he, he said announcement, but it, it could be. It could go wrong. You know, I'm sitting here looking.
3: It he, he, look, just to be clear. It's oh, he not bad because he ain't
1: blocked me yet. So that's always a the, the, bonus, is really? um,
3: He has signed. He's done the, the, the transfer pictures. He is holding a shirt and it will be announced at seven o'clock. It will not break down. This one has been done.
1: What terms are we getting so, him on?
3: What do you mean? What terms? We're paying his wages, which is about thirty-five grand a week. Could be a change in um, the
1: terms. Apparently, that's what I'm. Mean. I'm refreshing the page. He's said nothing for twelve minutes. Should we panic? <laughs> do you think he's okay? What
3: he, is, what he means is a change in the terms. Otherwise, it, it's not a it's not a permanent deal. It's a loan deal. But there you go. So there's there's the exclusive that won't be exclusive by the time this is played. Um, Love you really, X. Uh don't give him a hard time. Oh, um no. <coughs> Anyway, moving on. Um the the Twitter meltdown, and I know you twos don't sort of play in the Twitter nor do I really anymore. You don't is um is a Brentford boy, Ben Rama. Said by by Benrama. Um I don't really, no Len I don't. And you know this this is a it's a strange one for me because he's not really a Moise player. Um, he's a bit, and I, I, I use this term very carefully. He's a bit of a fancy Dan, a flair player.
1: He uh, is a bit. i not start all that claret and you nonsense. On no, no, no,
3: no, no. I, I didn't you. use the, I didn't use the a, F word in front oh. of the fancy Dan. I just said fancy Dan. Um, he, he's a flair player. He's the kind of player that Manuel Pellegrini would sign, not David yes. Moyes. Yes. And, you know, it just seems strange to me, and I wrote about this today, that we would release a uh, – we would sell Grady Diana a left-winger, right? No-nonsense left-winger. We would then release, uh, send out on loan a f- £34 million pound left-winger in Philippe Anderson, and then we'd spend £30 million on another left-winger. Is who, he
1: not a
3: right is, winger? No, he's a left
1: winger. Oh yeah, we don't have them over there, mate. Don't you know that? We threw them out. Years um
3: ago. and 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 you know, he's good at set pieces being compared with Payette. Um he's um you know, does a lot of you know, dribbles and nutmegs and all the kind of things you think <laughs> not very noisy. Now here's the interesting thing. Go on, what you
1: you're getting all a bit like yeah. mm. right, carry on a bit um,
3: yeah. <coughs> so I don't get it look I understand Moyes wants Josh King we put in a 13 million pound bid that is true we may go back in Everton might come back in we've only got till Friday till the domestic window shuts but I believe that Mr Sullivan wants Ben Rama because he's 25 and there's resale value there um okay. Uh, originally, we got told by an agent it was eighteen million pound plus twelve million of add-ons. We've now been told by a senior source this evening it's twenty-five million pound plus five million of add-ons. So much more in an upfront fee. Um, I know Darren Lewis tonight has um, said that the deal is due to collapse. Now, this is a funny thing. The deal is never done. So How can notionally, it the clubs, exactly notionally, the clubs have come up with an agreement on the fee, right? £30 million was the evaluation. 25 and 5, Brentford are happy with. The player is on in Holland on international duty with Algeria. He plays tomorrow against um, Mexico. So he's busy doing his international duties, not released till Wednesday. Sky is saying, oh, it's, you know, they've been, oh, the deal's done. It's edging close. Everybody's trying to get ahead of the game. And now Darren Lewis in the mirror, and I know Darren quite well, says deal due to collapse. Well, the senior source is a bit bemused about this and said, just a rumor. It's not, you know, talks are ongoing. The deal is not done, right? Either way, it, it's not finished. It's not done. Even if it was done, we still haven't agreed personal terms. The player wants considerable, you know, he's on about 12 grand a year at Brentford. I'm not going to talk about his demands to join West Ham. I think that's unhelpful why there's still an active um, uh, transfer going on. Um, but but obviously his agent's trying to get him a good deal. He was with Will Sorthouse. He moved to Canty's agent in the last two weeks. Will Sorthouse is still involved in the deal because agents like to have lots of agents involved. I'm being told tonight, still a big chance. They're still confident they can land him. Don't believe, believe the meltdown, the deal was collapsed. It was never there to collapse in the first place. And and talks are ongoing. People were premature with their announcement of the deal was already done. And we will see. Uh, I'm not saying he'd be our player by Friday. I'm not saying um, the deal collapse, A deal can't collapse if a deal is not there already. We still could go back for Josh King here's here, here's the interesting thing we could go in for josh king as well so we could end up with dawson on loan ben rama and josh up. King by friday Don't i'm just saying what nonsense. i've been told this evening this evening by a senior source
1: have they been raiding a co-fund me page then
3: i'm just saying i'm just saying i can't reveal the senior source uh could I review the senior source, Sean? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't, man.
2: Is it him? That's usually the senior source, isn't it? I don't know who the senior source is. Oh, no, well, there you source.
3: go. Hey. Yeah, HP. I'm a, more of an HP man. So that's where we are. Look, we've been... There has been a sort of thing saying, look, if we had to wait, I think he's going to look at the centre-back again in January. I know we're we're linked with this... Um, uh, Denmark um, centre back who's twenty years old uh, that cost a few million quid that was uh, uh, was in Brazil. I think Dawson is a stopgap just as cover. I think at, at centre backs are doing quite well at the moment. You know, um, I can't think you you know you, you can't see Dawson's going to walk straight into the team. Um, the new the new formation seems to work. Do you know what? It doesn't bother me either way whether we sell. Or, or not? I don't know about you. What What do you think, Len? Well, just as I'm about to sneeze,
2: what do I think? You saw me go on mute then, didn't you? And you thought you'd ask. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> um, I, th- I just don't. I never thought we'd get him because I never thought. He, we're talking about Ben Rama, right? Mm. I never yeah, thought um, he was a worse type of player because I've asked. Her, I've got a a, a customer who's a Brentford fan. I've got a few actually (coughs) who are Brentford fans. Um, They say he's very, he's got a lot of flair. I'm I'm not teaching anyone anything new here, but he's got a lot of flair. Hasn't got a higher work rate. And they described him as a flat track bully, brilliant against a team that's not as good as us, (coughs) Brentford, I mean, Um, but didn't really achieve anything in the big games so was that how is it going to look in the Premier League I don't know I, Josh King sounds like the man so much a Moise man adaptable hard working and listen whoever we sign we've got to give him a chance um, <clears throat> I'm saying that that includes Moyes as well, I guess. But um, I'm a bit concerned, but okay, excited Nigel? for another signing. Good. Nigel? Well, not really.
1: Um, well, apparently, yeah, we looked at Dawson back in 2018. Um, with Yeri Mina, Yannick Vestergaard, Adil Rami, and Ayman Adibador. I mean, we signed all of them, the didn't tongue, we? Didn't they? Dear, oh dear.
2: They all done well. Um,
1: still, you know, I'm just. Oh,
3: oh, by the way, the club have now announced. Um, just, just to confirm, because I know you wouldn't believe it, and hopefully, X has tweeted it too, West Ham United. Are pleased to announce the signing of versatile, uh, versatile defender Craig Dawson on a season-long loan from Watford. No video. You believe it now, no Dawson's Creek video. No, but there is there is one of him with some very nice teeth doing the crossed hammers, which I, yeah, I'll, I'll have a look I'll at. Well, his
1: team. teeth are doing the crossed hammers. Blimey. No, he's, he's, just he's got very talented, nice. If he's, he's showing talented, lots of his teeth. teeth can do the crossed hammers. I think we've signed a winner. Yeah. There you uh, go. I, look, as I said, if the bloke pulls a shirt on, he'll get my support. Of
2: cool, so And I right.
1: hope that's what the fans will do. And ignore yeah. all this Twitter nonsense because it's all flim flam until we get to play a game we laugh at it you know it keeps some of us amused you know sometimes I like to bait them a bit and, and stir the pot you know and sometimes people don't get what I'm saying and that's their problem <laughs> yeah that ain't my so problem so you
3: haven't talked you haven't talked going back to Ben Rama and, and um, King
1: yeah what
3: well, what's your thoughts?
1: Well, my fault is if I'm looking at the two, I would prefer Ben Rama. Okay, because he looks more of an exciting player, who's more likely to to bring entertainment to the game. I go football to be entertained. Yeah,
3: yeah, you I, have said that before.
1: But, to well, be fair, that's what I'm saying. You know, but you know, I'm I'm not a flip. You block. like
3: goals, didn't you?
1: Yeah, goals are fun. As I keep telling people, if we lose five four. I've had far better time than watching us win 1-0. I know some people may find that strange, but for me, it ain't about the result. I want to watch a good, entertaining game of football, and with that, I want West Ham to be entertaining.
2: Nigel, wouldn't you rather Moyes have the player he wants, though? I know what you're saying about Ben Rama, This is how I feel. I think he'd be a good player to watch. He's going to entertain us if the team's playing okay.
1: I mean, but, this is the thing. This, this, there is two facets to this, isn't there? There's, yes. there's, there's me looking at it that if I'm going to choose between them two, I will, I'd want Ben Rama. Now, as a punter. As, as a punter. Now, when you're looking at it from a club point of view, if the manager is building a team and he wants it in a certain way and he, is, and he has identified the player to slot in, then naturally you would assume that that is the player that the owners would go and get and not one of their own choice. But as with some of the signings and even Dawson today and the signing of um, Kufal, when we we did the finance thing and we've done it for years and years, and I've complained about this for years, going back to when we signed Zabaleta, Joe Hart and all these other players that were supposed to be wonderful, even Arnautovic. that. When you're signing players, 28, 29, 30, you, 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 what, by doing that for years and years has got us into the mess that we're in now. Yeah. We are, we're paying out £80 million for players but only getting £15 million back because no one wants to buy us. A club like West Ham will only succeed by using the transfer market wisely. So therefore, for me, while Moise may want Josh King, it ain't a wise signing because it's another short-termism. The one thing I've said recently, I say to people, is look at this team now and imagine what it will look like in five years' time. You can strike a line, ignoring – and I'm talking about age-wise. But who
3: are you talking about? You've lost me. Are you talking about um, Dawson? Are you talking about Ben Rama, who's 25?
1: No. So Ben Rama, you would think, in five years' time, would be at this club. If you signed Josh King at the age of 29, in five years' time, is he going to be at this club? Yeah. No, he's no. not. So, But the problem we got is is that we keep buying players, 28, 29, who have only got a two or three-year shelf life. It's got to stop yeah. at some point.
2: That is true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Good.
1: what I'm saying. So you want, look at it. You look, want goals. Well, what I'm saying is, again, back to the thing, look at this team now. Answer me. Five years' time. Do you, do you see Fabianski in goal? Do you see Randolph in goal?
3: No.
2: No.
1: Right, it's two. Yeah.
2: Nathan Trotting gonna get a go, so he won't be in right. goal either.
1: Creswell? Ogbonna, Balbueno? No. No. No? You might have Masuaku. Yeah?
2: No ball be there. Well,
1: I'm no. <laughs> oh, joking. No, but <laughs> there's one, noble yeah? You'll keep four now, age-wise, Rice age-wise. Suchek will be approaching 30. Bowen, you'll get. Haller, no. Antonio, no. So we've got to keep rebuilding this team. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying She's at not some great. point... I get what we're saying is we don't want, we want Moyes to have the player he wants. But at some point, if he's going to manage this club and he wants to be in five years time, he's got to be told, I'm sorry. No.
2: Interesting. Interesting. So
3: um, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of other transfer news. I think this is the only deals we're looking at with only a few days left, but guess what? Cause I know you love this. The whole thing starts again in 10 weeks' time. Literally, there's 10 weeks right, that's after why I don't Friday. Get the panic as well. And it all starts again in January yeah. the 1st. So you everybody's know, going, Oh my that. God. Yeah, yeah, the oh. whole thing starts all over again. So, guess what? More transfer stories. Because I know you love them, Lev. Yeah, I know Sean, you love
1: them. Sean, oh. there is a difference, yeah? You say that. Where are they going to get the money from?
3: Yeah, the whip band. Go fund me. Well, well, funny enough, that's a great link. They it get is it a great link, the 14, it? There you go. All the £14.95 <laughs> fees they pay for pay-per-view. Because um, this week, our next talking point is um, obviously West Ham, uh, sorry, not West Ham, the Premier League came out and said that uh, they had decided to show um, games that uh, are not picks. Would they be pay-per-view? There'd be fourteen ninety five, and Sky and BT would not make a penny. So here's my inside scoop. Um, I say an inside scoop. Actually, I got it from Kieran Maguire, Price of Football. Um, good podcast, by the way. Listen to his podcast if you get a, get a moment. He, he talks about football finance. Anyway, um, and I know this. I've, I've had this verified from other people. So the day before the Premier League meeting. So there's often Premier League meetings every every month. Uh, chairman or, or chief executives or vice chairman get called uh, obviously at the moment it's virtual anyway they get told the night before right we're going to vote on because the government was saying this is not fair fans can't see all the games and still can't get to 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 obviously people people in the stadium so um they they're worried the premier league with the broadcast deals and the broadcasters are worried that if they dilute their product too much all the people paying for sky BT, their product will be devalued. So they've paid billions for a product, and suddenly, if they start giving it away for free to season ticket holders or cheaper, it devalues their product, and people might start stopping paying their subscribers. So what the Premier League chairman were told: here's choice. You either allow everybody to watch the games pay per view, but we set the price. You can't set the price. 14.95, set by Sky and BT or we don't show any games your choice one or the other 19 clubs voted in favor of that deal one club voted against that deal that was Leicester City now whether right or wrong um I take a more pragmatic I know there's been a great big meltdown and I won't say it's not a PR disaster but but it gives the in my view it gives a support a choice number one the the Sky and BT people who pay not me but pay their subscription have got exactly what they had before i.e. they paid for a certain number of games they're going to get those same number of games and they still have access to them and they're going to be the best games usually because Sky and BT are not stupid they pick the best games secondly the season ticket holders including West Ham ones including yourself myself and and len um Are getting our full refund. In fact, in my case and your case, I am sure you are getting ten percent back. Not Len because he took the option free, but 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 we're getting our refunds. It's not like we're not getting our refunds on season ticket. If we decide to spend that money, paying per each match fourteen ninety five, far less than we paid already. By the way, that's up to us. So I don't see season ticket holders can demand something for free of something they never paid for. In our case, we're getting ten percent profit back, and then you've got the ordinary punters who say, this is not fair. If I watch all the games, I'm going to pay, you know, hundreds of pounds. Well, that's a choice, isn't it? And, you know, like Kieran Maguire said, and he's right, if they've got the pricing wrong, as they did with Napster, if you remember Napster in in the pirate days of um, music, you know, everybody was pirating music and, and using Napster. This is before Spotify or iTunes. In the end, people just go the pirate route, and they go another means. And not that I'm condoning this, but um, if you need any streams, then our friend Woody would help you. Just contact us at the Facebook page. But anyway, um, I don't see the massive meltdown, if I'm honest with you. Nigel, I know you've got a view on this. I don't know if you agree with me or disagree with me.
1: Well, yeah, funny enough, I was writing about it from West Ham to I buy oh, article on Thursday. So I like to prepare. I do my weekly diary now. So I was writing it up while it's still fresh in my mind. And this is my outtake on it. A lot of people, as you said, complained, oh, we're paying twice or season ticket holders should get it for free. But the club are giving us our money back. Now, when we signed up for a season ticket and I gave them 100% of my money, it was under the impression that if the game wasn't played 30 days later, they would give me my money back. Now, I've now accepted the club cash thing, with all that entails, but I knew what I was signing up for, as did every other season yep. ticket holder. Correct. Now, so if they show a West Ham game on pay-per-view, and I paid a 14 95 I'm not paying for the game twice. Secondly, it's roughly the same price as what I pay per game. I think I'm up to £16 a game now. So that's £15 a game. Yeah. So it's a bit cheaper than going to the stadium, but without the hassle of the stadium, but with the hassle of going to the stadium, obviously I would go. But at this moment in time, no fans are allowed. So paying fourteen ninety five, the same price I would pay, money going to the club, I'm happy to do that. Then we move on to streaming and the way it's run. Oh it should be a fiver, it should be a tenner. There's a bigger picture here it's called the EFL. Now, the EFL are running a streaming service for the 72 football clubs, of which it's £10 to watch any of their games. So on a Saturday yeah, afternoon no. at 3 o'clock, you can go onto this EFL website, choose Leighton Orient against Bolton, yeah, pay your £10 and watch the game, and that money goes help right. the clubs. Now, if the Premier League rocked up and charged a tenner or a fiver per game, that would detract, yeah, from what the EFL were trying to do there. Correct. Straight away. Plus, if we're going to treat the Premier League like it's a better business and it's a more wanted product, let's say, naturally, therefore, they would have to charge a premium for that. So, therefore, they can't charge a tenner the same as the EFL. It would have to be more. So, therefore, they go fourteen they've chosen for that. I see what they're doing now. The next step is, as well, they've got to protect the future. The future of football and TV is going to be pay-per-view streaming. Yeah. Now, if they Watershed go, moment, yeah, I if said, they yeah. go down a 5 or £10 pound route now because it's COVID, when all this is over and in four years' time they go down and they charge, you know, 15 quid a game or, or whatever, people will go, hold up a minute. You only charged a survivor back then. You're robbing us, you're doing this, you're doing that. So they have to protect that future stream as well for when the Sky and BT deals end. Add to the fact that all the money goes to the club. I don't know quite how that bit works, I must admit. Because when you sign up for it, do you have to say you're a West Ham fan or does it just all the money go to the home team? Or is it is there a definitive split? I don't know, I've not seen that. But,
3: Sorry, I was coughing there. You're going to have yeah. to say that bit again. What cool. I'm
1: saying, um, how do they work out who gets the money? Because the sound saying the money goes to the club, but it's my 15 quid. If, if Man City, if West Ham play a weight Man City and I buy the game, does the 50 15, 50
3: is my understanding. 50 50? 50, 50. 50, right, that's so a fair deal. It's not home and away. 50 50 for all games. That's
1: great. That's great because there are more Man United fans out there than there, exactly. there are, you know, than there are Sheffield United fans. So if Man United play Sheffield United on pay per view, Sheffield United are going to be quids in. And I would urge as many fans as possible, in, or in the EFL, I would. If you if you're a supporter of an EFL club and you want to do it, go and watch them and pay the money, the ten pound. With the Premier League, it's for courses. Now, also, what you've also got is, because this was a, a game that wasn't going to be shown, if you don't want to pay for it, you've still got the highlights package on Sky or Match of yep. the Day to view the yep. game the way you would have done anyway. This is you paying a premium price. He? Yeah, but we're talking about the 14. This is you paying a premium price to watch the game as it's played. You've still got all the previous options you had. For me, it's a bit of a false outrage. I think the journalists that are jumping on the bandwagon, you know, as I pointed out, you know, for years football fans, I thought journalists are some scum of the earth. All of a sudden, every football journalist in the world seems to be jumping on every fan bandwagon, going to try and carry favour with them, and I find it very strange. And the way they write it up as well, they they stoke. The, 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 um, the, the, the rage and the outrage from the fans at this, when actually when you look at it in the cold light of day, so Stelios, just see so you listening, I've educated you now why you was wrong. On on why, actually, the 1495, we've got a freedom of choice in this country. If you don't like it.
3: Was he outraged then? Did he? he Of course he did. A Sunday night outrage. Yeah, and I
1: told him, I'll educate, (laughs) you know, he's saying, well, come and tell me. I'll educate you on Monday night still. Yeah. That is why, you know, I don't object or I don't, I can see why. Personally, I think £10 would have been fine. But it then opened the but, door but to going EFL back to clubs. What I
3: said, BT and Sky said it was non-negotiable. We're already paying Premier League clubs already paying three hundred and thirty million in penalties over the next two years due to yeah. missed the um, last clauses yeah. last season. Even though they showed all the games, yeah. they still find and they got more uh, games. Or, or, so, so you know, there's, there's been no doubt who controls the Premier League. The broadcasters do.
1: Oh, right, yeah. At the moment. You know? That may change. At the I moment, mean, The yeah. one thing that I found funny was... Uh, is there was a... T- when the this broke, there was two tweets. And the algorithm on Twitter it was like lining up with the planets. The tweet at the top was a West Ham fan screaming outrage, pay him the effing money about Josh King wanting 90 grand, uh, you know, double his wages, and West Ham were like balking on it. And he was screaming, just pay him the money. And the tweet underneath was then someone complaining about the 1495 charge. And I think people failed to realise when I tweeted it out the correlation between the two because you got one bloke outraged at 1495 one bloke outraged that we're possibly balking at Josh King and and the outrage was at the clubs and nobody was outraged <laughs> at Josh King remind me to
3: tell you about something about Josh King affair yeah, we're, when we're when we all finish, like. in it
1: together are not we <laughs> hey <laughs> yeah. we're all in it together yeah professional footballers took a 20% set aside I'm guessing they've had all that 20% back now. Of course they have. And it's right. all been back. So yeah, they've been, been paid. fully paid and everybody and all this. Don't buy into this. We're all in it together, yeah. people. Yeah. It's clubs true. need money because I, I of the wages. Yeah. And it's the wages I going I think a populace. lot of
3: people will... There's one way to do this. And I heard this on someone say this, so it's not mine. You know, there's an easy way to deal with this without having petitions and outrage. Don't buy it. Yeah. Right? That's it's right. choice. Don't no, it buy is. it. If you feel so bad about it, don't pay it, right? I don't. Don't pay it. Because it, it's a game you wouldn't have seen. If you're yeah. a person who don't use illegal streams, it's a game you wouldn't have seen anyway unless you went to it. Do you know, who, the target, outrage,
1: do you know who this is targeted at for me? The Chinese? No, this is targeted <laughs> the Chinese. I'd want a night. Donald Trump? No, <laughs> it's targeted at the likes of you, me, and Len the Season ticket holders that cannot see the game because yeah. we will want to be there Probably at the game, yeah, I I see the whole game, yeah. But yeah, we, yeah, but no. we pay you know, well, I don't, I pay, I'm banned five, yeah, but you will pay 25, 30 pound a game,
3: 30 pound a game, right?
1: So it's the same game for half price, and you ain't got to travel there, But right, Listen,
3: well, i Mo,
2: you got both, yeah, made on, actually really good points that I didn't consider really. But the the question that you you just that I've just answered, the addicts yeah. is something Let me let me tell you what I feel about it. I, I hadn't thought with you all and you to be honest, you have made some good points. But it's just the habit of all this. Mm-hmm. It's um listen, I've I've in the last twenty years. I've worked for advertising agencies, doing visuals, um, selling beer, usually to, to, to football fans Come when it comes to uh, footballing events, beer, pies, this, that, and the other. The man on the street, they'll get me in there. You understand these people. I don't shove us the way, and that's fine. And what we used to do, listen, we used to take the partner's money. I'm not you, – you've bought loads and loads and loads and loads of beer that I've – help advertise and i'm no different to the to to the premier league or whoever taking people's money but what we did we we didn't take the fans for wankers and we didn't we made them feel better and we didn't relentlessly take 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 now i'm going to assume that although you've made a full a a really good argument about this 1495 i don't think of um how that affects the footballing period. So you did come up with a good point. But I think the 1495 comes from information they'll get. How much do we know that the fans going to pay based on that calculation? We always used to have this, Oh, um, football's expensive. Uh, and then someone used to come back and say, Oh, but how much does it, it cost to go to the Palladium, the theater or something like that? Well, it, that all that did is make people put the the theatre up, and there's this relentless tariff of charging the football fan. while you kick him in the bollocks? I made a little short list here: Sky, BBC, BT, uh, all football clubs, uh, the Premier League, even all the media talk sport. You're relentlessly talking to the fan like a fool with your hand out. And what? Although what you've said really good points. This is a relentless torrent of gimme, 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 gimme in a a sport that's giving the fan less and less and now we're at this this juncture where finally we can almost find an excuse for this pay-per-view to put it in and there's too many pigs eating at the trough and I really don't like seeing this and I think that's why the the journalists, as you say, and the media people say, "No, this is not on," because they're smothered in it. They hear, they know all that's going on, and they don't think like Nigel was a a fan stroke addict and what he come out and says and making sense of it. Oh, look, you vote, you're right. You vote with your feet. I won't be paying for it, but someone will, and that's that's why they do it. And it will carry on and carry on. And all I'm saying. I know nothing's going to change. Just don't disrespect the fan. Just give the the fan. Just be start being nice to them because you're not the, the the
1: the thing with the journalists is is that like, I've seen it and and people pick up on it. Oh, we're feeding agents and we're feeding this and that. No one ever blames the players. Yeah, no, you're right. right? No, and this and this that's is true. the thing. And that's why it was quite funny that the alg- Twitter algorithm threw up one bloke moaning about us not paying josh Josh King the ninety grand a week he wants to double his wages when if he if Bournemouth hadn't been relegated, he would have been happy to pay for forty five grand a week still at Bournemouth, yeah, yeah, so it's because he's getting a transfer you know, and we've got to bung his agent a load of money as well people don't but people don't pick up on what the player wants he wants to double his wages to do what he did last season. Yeah, in this Which time. wasn't good enough. No, yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, he was in a relegated team and he didn't score enough goals. So there's that. And yet nobody puts outrage on him. No journalist writes a story. What are players doing? And, and, and you can, we can, and rightly so, we can praise the likes of Marcus Rashford and whatever, because these are footballers, highly paid, that are making a difference, but they are very few amongst a lot of them
3: but it's a billion pound business and let's not forget that we like to think it's a tribal sport and people are following it and here's my silly comment of the week you know you could say the same addiction about coffee and drugs <laughs> and cigarettes is a and alcohol, comment. right i know you're going to say that but you know you know we still sell cigarettes at 20 pound a pack or whatever they do and don't care if people smoke themselves to death while we tax them to death right we still so sell alcohol. We don't learn from that people... state, we carry no, on. No, we That's don't. No, we drink. People drink their livers to death because they're alcoholics, and we still advertise the alcohol. I just think football is another addiction, like anything else, and it's a matter of choice. There's some people that will, and, and gambling. Uh, look, I've got a big problem about gambling, and the way that gambling is connected to our sport, and pe- some people have a real bad problem with that. I think. Some people are, are addicted and will spend more than they've got. That's oh, down to them. But listen, I still say it's choice. Do you know what The real wrote? problem, let me just finish. The real problem is this is a billion pound business being run as a company, a, a, a massive corporation. And we're just consumers at the end of the day. To Premier League, not, I'm not talking about West Ham. We're just consumers. And they have lost... So much money, £80 million a week, the Premier League are losing. And this is this is the bit where I am and I suddenly agree with Len. The obscene bit, not the players, the obscene bit is while pleading poverty, and our own owners be, being one of them, while pleading poverty, while borrowing Spurs borrowing £175 million from the Bank of England, the Premier League football clubs collectively spent over a billion pounds on transfers in the last transfer window while laying off Gunnersaurus, a, a, a bloke who I forget his name who'd worked for the club for 27 years on 30 grand a week laying Norwegian, off 55 isn't he? other Gunner? laying off laying off 55 other staff at Arsenal but they signed a I don't know a 45 million pound player that is the obscenity of football that the, the Premier League carried on and spent a billion pounds while pleading poverty and saying we're losing £18 million a month, and we want our punters now to start paying pay-per-view to get us out of shit because we- we've lost all this revenue. That's the reality of it.
1: Yeah, but, th- That's my silly uh, again, but then, th- the then I'll point you to the tweet where the man's screaming on Twitter, pay the money, yeah? Because the fans have, have pressurised our board to sign players, if they not. So... So and that could be magnified across the uh, and it ain't I'm not saying actually we've spent we spent the
3: least but, to be fair though we were minus 7 oh, yeah, million, yeah we at the bottom of the table the,
1: the, the fans in that case there by putting that pressure on the club those fans are actually the same fans that complain about that they complain about the, what you just said about that they've spent one point two billion that they've you know a Gunnosaurus, you know has been dismissed. You know, yeah. I, I, I take it Ammerid hasn't. I don't think he has. No. I mean, no. Brady is as you probably read. If it was up to Brady,
3: me. still, Brady still wants supporters and said on the weekend. She said it's unfair how people can go to the cinema and not go to. A, well, a has a she
2: not seen what's happening at cinema? a local cinema, don't they? They don't go all across the country to go Well, to the, well do you know cinema. what?
1: This is do you the know thing.
3: What? Isn't in it? the NFL... In the EFL, they're doing this, and I could see this happening in the Premier League. At the moment, what they're doing is they're inviting corporate people in for a meal, that's allowed, and shutting the blinds. But you can serve a meal while the game's going on and watch it on TV while you're in the ground.
1: Sure. Yeah, oh, Sean, but non-league clubs have been doing that. We, we could do that at Averley. In fact, Averley didn't even have to shut the blinds. They could, they oh, could really? open the bar. Yeah, What the fans were not allowed to do was step through the glass doors. Yeah, So yeah. they could stand at the glass anyway. doors and watch the game because the bar was open because it was like a pub there and they had Premier League yeah. games showing on the TV while hopefully we were playing a friendly outside.
3: Yeah. Anyway, I, w- I want to move on. Your friend and my friend, David Sullivan, um, yeah, no has, has made mine. a donation, pers- <laughs> made a personal <laughs> donation, a five-figure donation to the Newham Foodbacks. Look, we know, um, we know John, uh very well on, on this podcast and Nigel myself know him you know him, don't you Lynn? Yeah. You I, yeah.
2: I have a well I feel like i have, 'cause I've drawn him and I talked to him yeah. over the
3: internet. I don't think so, I have met him. So he gave, he spoke to me this morning and said, look, look, I've got a story for you. Uh, and I thought it was a really good thing. He's pledged a five figure donation uh to buy a delivery van for noon food the banks and, and I've seen
1: and the pictures.
3: Yeah no I've got the picture on, on Clarence Hugh today. Um, and also given enough money to stockpile food for the winter, um, and, and John was also telling me last week how uh, they've got this uh, deal with um, McVitties, so uh, they've been giving out Jaffa cakes and um, and clothing and uh, pizzas as well. So the I British just wanted to pizzas. give that a plug. McVitties huh? pizzas. Uh mcvit M- Oh I don't know actually. I didn't ask that question. I know there's a time with beat- M- like pizzas. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. They might diversify. It's a United Foods brand, I believe, what you're talking about. I used to yeah. do the McVities. I've done a little cat advert.
2: Yeah. So
1: what you're saying, yeah. Sean?
3: So I'm I'm saying well done. Well done, David Sullivan. Well done, um John uh Rotomsky, and uh well done Newham Food Banks. Give them a, a, a bit of a pat on the back. And if you've got any spare donations or spare money, think of Newham Food Bank uh, this winter um, to uh, put a donation so that they, they can get through these hard COVID times. That's all I'm, I'm just really giving them a plug, really. Because I know right. John listens.
2: I don't yeah. know if what, David.
3: What fan is it?
1: Listen, but... It's a Peugeot. Um, I'll do yeah, it I'm right. the Yeah, you're right. It is. He thought it I know a... sent me the pictures.
3: Yeah, I've got the picture. Yeah, it's a Peugeot.
1: Yeah, like a, a transit up. van. I've got more than one. Oh, I've only got one. Oh, we'll, we'll see. There you go. Um, they've, got, they've got a website um, coming soon. Maybe. May oh,
2: no, did you not know that, Sean?
1: No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Well, you know, cheers, John. Uh, yeah, had to uh, exchange sexes with Johnny Boyd. Um, oh, good. Yeah, I you know. Today. So, yeah, no, he's got a website coming soon. Obviously it's it's hard when you get nice stories about sullivan um, cuz it, perhaps it does show there is a heart beating in there um and i you know and the, th- the thing i like is that it's it's johns having to come out and say it, that they're not doing self promotion that it's not the club announcing it it's he's doing this personally and you know i don't i don't want to like praise him too much cuz you might think i like him um, but hey ho, you know. You well, do like him, Who? Dave Sullivan, John. Oh, David Sullivan. I'm talking about Dave Sullivan? Of course, I I'm like David John So uh, there was a
3: time you didn't.
1: What, like David Sullivan <laughs> or John Tomsky. <laughs> No, no, no. I think You're you under see, the bus. no, what Sean does there, he, he misunderstands this. John well knows, yeah. We had personal differences, <laughs> yeah, of opinion while at Wister. Nothing personal. Yeah, Never yeah. disliked the yeah. man. Yeah. They
3: but, were the days, they were the days, weren't they? We we were, Look back then with with yeah. Fun but Listen, fun
1: times. John knows I stand by everything I said. I believe I was right. Yeah. In opposing Whissa running the food bank and and yeah. luckily John done the right thing in still setting it up and running it himself without the interference of Whissa because I think if it had Wissa's yeah, yeah. interference it'd be a shit fest. So yeah. therefore yeah. I'm over the moon and I will and John knows this, i will do anything I can to help him. I just, As ne- did Sullivan. I just need my van back and I might be able to do yeah. some deliveries because yeah. my van's been in dry dock for two weeks now. So, and the well, build
2: Maybe quick, if quick. you are Sullivan nicely, you get your Peugeot <laughs> and he'll say to you, Nigel, no, no, I, I bought you
3: a foreign fancy van.
1: Yeah. Guess what van I drive? A fancy, I love that. I
3: love if you've done that. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah. it, there.
1: Well done, man. Do what van I drive? Gold. Oh, you, oh, i What do you think?
2: trans Dagenham Motors. Yeah, Dagenham Transit. Oh, you
1: people know me so badly. Volkswagen.
2: I was going to say that. Is it one of <sighs> Germans?
1: Oh. Mate, I only ever have a Volkswagen van. Okay. I was going to say
3: a Volkswagen.
1: Yeah, Caddy. I got.
3: I anyway, anyway, anyhow, uh, quick couple of injury updates, uh, and then uh, we we'll move on to question time. Uh, Arthur Masuaku uh withdrew from the DR Congo um team. Apparently he had a little tweak in training on his knee. Uh and apparently withdrew himself. He didn't want to risk um his club um playing against Spurs. So he withdrew himself and uh and travelled back little to the Little test for you Sean,
1: what does the DR go stand on. for?
3: A Democratic Republic oh, go on. Well of done. Congo. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah. So Spring, he's fine. They drink he's, on
1: bongo deal.
3: I don't know. Uh, he's fine to play against Spurs. Uh, by the way, Spurs. The the return of Gareth Bale makes his. I don't know if it's a debut or it, or his return. Anyway, second debut. Uh When's the last time? Uh, what happened the last time Gareth Bale played against West Ham? See he if scored. You can remember,
2: he scored right in the top corner last minute. Yeah,
3: yeah, he did. Yeah, right. You're Heart-breaking, right. Heartbreaking, yeah. was Seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. He, they won 3-2, if you remember. Yeah, he scored two goals that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our uh, Czech friends, Sufao and Suchek, um, both <coughs> were involved. I don't know if you've heard this. I don't know how international football could continue. So three players tested positive in the Czech Republic uh, camp sixteen were inconclusive and were held back to be retested and um, only eleven players no no nine players could carry on luckily uh Sufau and uh were, were two of the players that could continue um and I think they played didn't they um yeah they, wasn't it last night, yeah, I think so um i i, I just don't get it and i I'll open it up to you to how can international football especially friendlies continue when we keep on they can flying all around this club with what's going on with know. these outbreaks and everything else it just seems balmy it is balmy it. it's greedy
2: go back to my previous point about everything i said you're right it's balmy but this is what happens it overtakes logic why would in this crisis why would you fly around the world and it, you see what i mean it's just crackers Absolute crackers, and the honest answer is because people have paid for advertising for the event, even though there's no one there. This has got to stop advertising,
3: advertising all root of all evil. Then,
2: um, well, yeah, uh, (laughs) Nigel, before we move on,
1: um, (laughs) yeah, they both played, they beat Israel 2 1.
3: Oh, well done. Um, yeah, so they're both available. No, no need to self isolate. In fact, uh, uh, Sufal came out and actually Kufa. said, Sufal um, actually said, um, uh, Don't believe, check boy or something is this guy on Twitter said that he was inconclusive or positive, And he actually came out and said, Don't believe reports on social media, I'm fine. Talking that, also, Arthur Masuaku started bigging up um, transfer. Um, <laughs> He did didn't he? Yeah, who who's running his PR? Either he did it himself, it was quarter to a twelve, either he maybe had a bevy or two or or his PR decided to uh have a little bit of fun. Or he got hacked, I don't know.
2: No, he's just you think a you fucking could... idiot, I think you find the answer. Really? In. Oh, don't say that about you. Arthur. We can't say shed heads. How's he gonna listen? He's not <laughs> He's as bright as a glowworm's armpit. Actually, I had an interview
1: with him the other day and uh, he came across quite well, even though the in in, in the interviewer at the end did ask him uh, uh, about Shedheads and um, it was quite funny. Oh,
3: yeah, I remember now. I've just got you with Shedheads.
1: Yeah. Anyway. He was describing you, Sean, to be fair.
3: Yeah. We're at 15 minutes. Is there anything you you guys want to discuss before we move on to the next stage?
2: Um, I haven't really been up with the news. I was hoping to get stuff from you, really, Sean.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
3: So I'm all right.
1: No, I mean... I'm sure
3: I, any, I, if we miss anything, it'll be in questions, won't it?
1: That's what I'm saying. I think on yeah. Facebook, the only thing we haven't covered, really, is the Premier League uh, takeover by the Americans uh, of Man United and Liverpool. Uh, oh, of course. Well, we've not covered uh, any of uh, uh, the buyers. Have they produced the money yet? Or, or we've not well, covered that, that, about that, that, uh, we've not covered about the Americans.
2: This is this is another it. thing. I don't right, know I'll, anything I'll, about this because everyone's tweeting is um, Times icons behind a fucking paywall.
3: How
1: much right, money okay. do you
3: want from us? Let, let me give you a five second. Right, first of all, uh, takeover bids. You only do bullets,
1: one thing so... in five seconds. Let's put this right.
3: And, uh, see, see, secret agent come out with some bollocks i've written an article saying it's bollocks uh premature to say anything nothing's gonna happen before the end of the year there is no there's no price agreed it's rubbish right i'm not saying that no one will take over in the future and i think nigel yourself you uh you you tweeted a couple of interesting pictures yourself out, didn't you, on Twitter or possible? Well, well. I, I, I think... Who I'd, are those people you tweeted out?
1: It was uh, old uh, Johnny Jacobs, Queen Crackers, who runs uh, Delaware North, if I'm right. Am I right? Oh, yeah, you are right. Funny Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. There you go. I did my yeah. research. And and who else was the other two? It was the other bloke, wasn't there? <laughs> Picture Whose name escapes me. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I can find Wait, it's it. It's your
3: story. I'm sure you must know yeah, it.
1: I'm sure I must know it. Definitely, yes. Well, I wouldn't say it's my story, Sean. I mean, let's face it. Someone... Oof, no, don't reveal your source. I'm not, don't reveal I'm your just source. Saying. Whatever you
3: do, don't reveal your source. I'm
1: not an ITK. I openly admit, someone told me some news, and I thought I would just highlight it. That's all I did, Sean. You know, okay. someone tells me something, and I just highlighted it. I did caveat it with the words "false dawn." People don't know what that means. Basically, means I think it's a load of bollocks, but I think I'll have a bit of fun. um I didn't quite expect. I don't know why I didn't quite expect it to go like that. Perhaps you stirred the pot with your eyes, your pest.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, did I? Did I? That, yeah. Oh. That
1: that that stirred the pot because then it was like we were working together. You know, it was almost like tag team there, yeah? you know? Yeah. So one of them that? was
3: Trip Smith, yeah?
1: Well, oh, yeah. Tri- I forgot the- about old Trip. Steve
3: Cohen is the person you Steve were
1: thinking about. Steve Cohen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's him. My mate, Steve. Uh, yeah.
3: Jacob. Uh, uh, Jeremy Jacobs. Jeremy Jacobs. Uh, JJ um, to his mates. Trip Smith and uh, Steve Cohen. Uh, look. As I've said, I've written an article. I don't think there's anything. These things take a long time. There's nothing in the offering. There's no NGAs. There's nothing going to happen by the end of this calendar year. I'll eat my hat. Um, Just going quickly on the Telegraph. So quickly for Len. The Telegraph printed a story saying the Americans in the form of the owners of Liverpool and Man United want to create a new Premier League Uh, breakaway league of 18 clubs including West Ham uh, that would not play in the EFL cup uh, that would obviously have far less games um, and would give a lot more money to the EFL now uh, the Premier League quickly came out and wrote a statement saying this is nothing to do with us we completely are against this and interestingly and this is the interesting story West Ham there is a story tucked away yesterday by the BBC claiming or quoting a club source. Now, that doesn't happen very often. Not in that as many words that uh, are quoted by the BBC. So uh, I, I, I think you should read that because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit strange. Um, but obviously someone from the club is b- briefing the BBC that West Ham are completely and utterly against this shake-up of the Premier League. Basically, we get they're... less money. Then we get less money. Eighteen clubs, less games. It's only good for the top six who play in Europe, right? That, that yeah, it gives them so. more
2: time. I mean, you, yeah, that, you said it all. We've not playing any in the EFL
3: Cup or the yeah, League and, Cup, and right? playing less games. Yeah, so yeah. It says that. Okay. Um. I suppose it's uh, time for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's Twitter, Facebook, Twitter question, Twitter, Twitter question, Facebook time, where you, the eight listeners, get to ask Nigel or Len uh, questions of fact or fiction that Nigel may or may not answer in derogatory
1: voices or not. Derogatory voices. Oh, bloody cheek. Anyway, so earlier today I said no Emma's game this week as this is a national break, and you know what that means? Do you know what that means? 3 hour podcast? Yep, a free hour special where we don't discuss any actual football games. <laughs> Only joking, I said. Uh, no boochies, just the Whetstone, CTO and myself laughing at Sean's new hair coat that makes him look like haircut that makes him look like Fido Dido. There you go, off to the Advertise 7 sure up, Sean. It's quite long
2: enough for that.
1: Uh, no, I know. But, you know, once, give it a week, you know, it'll be up there, isn't it? Um, Can I just
2: point out, right? Yeah. You've mentioned Fido, Dido and Umbungo, two animated yeah, characters to sell products. So if you're out there and you think, well, wow, they work, don't they? Well, they bloody will do. And you know where they come. As you were, Nigel. No, yeah, but can I can just I, point out
1: the reason? Like, I, I remember on Bongo, uh, ain't so much for the animation; it's because of the song, like Ubongo Bongo, or the Bongo." Oh, it I it I the Junkie in the Congo, i have
2: that as well. You know about a
3: musical, you know?
1: Yes. <laughs> What's what, what?
3: Can I can I mention <laughs> something else at the barber's that happened today? It's, it's not a it's not a Turkish barber's podcast, but I, I, it was, it's quite intriguing. So I went to get my hair cut, as you know, because I sent you you just choose a picture. Yeah. And he says, uh, do you want your ears done? I said, what do you mean? He said, do you want them waxed? So I went, I don't know what that is. Anyway, he pours this black wax on top of my ears and inside my ears with, with a yeah. stick. Yeah. It pulls the ear out, does it? And, yeah. And then he says, do you want your nose done as well? I went, is it painful? He said, no, no, no. And then he, he gets a load of wax and shoves it up both both nostrils as well. So... <laughs> He seriously, I kid you not.
1: Is this a new and form then, of sack crack and back? Have they changed no, it? No, 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 no,
3: no, 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 seriously, it's a, it's a Turkish bar, barber's thing. And the, and then he pulls out this wax that's all over my ears and inside my ears, and like hair and wax and everything comes out. And he does the same to my nostrils. Well, you got wax you up what, your nostrils. I, no, I tell you what, I can breathe a lot better now, so I recommend, yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. I recommend it. You know, what it, also pulls a bit, it also pulls a bit of wax out. So if you get into that age where you've got a lot of hair in your ears and nose, go to a Turkish barber's and ask for the wax treatment. I can recommend it. There I you go.
1: You it's, it's, go it's not. I, 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 go everybody on. keeps complaining that I shout and I don't yeah. shout, but they complain I have the telly up too loud. And it don't. And I'm a bit mutton. I can't hear people on the phone now. So... Perhaps you go, to uh, go to
3: a Turkish barber's and ask for a, ask for your ears and your nose to be waxed. There you go. Right. Anyway, anywho.
1: Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, first up is Stelios Kuljestel. Great show last night. Even though it did finish about 11, I was sort of losing the will to live still. Can we start them a bit earlier? You know, you don't need to start at nine o'clock at night on a Sunday. We've got to get up and go to work. I watched that this
2: morning. Yeah, actually.
1: but I like to watch along and take the piss out of him. So,
2: yeah, that is good fun. You I know, must that, You know,
1: like prod him now and again. Uh, he says he's waiting for the education. Well, you've heard it still. Yeah. So now I've educated you. Uh, he says, surely Project Big Picture or Project Greedy Bastards, as he prefers to call it, is just another example of the so called Elite Premier League clubs wanting their cake and eat it. Um, yeah. Just to point out, though, because I I didn't get the reply to what you said, Sean, about the the package, I fully understand that, that in a way it could be immoral of the clubs to do that. But the fact is they're in a situation now and there's only one way out of it. Uh,
3: Well, there's not. Well, no, there's not actually spend don't spend a billion pound on transfers. Well, well there is right, that there you go.
1: but what you do is then then the fans need to be educated to stop demanding transfers, stop demanding the club spend the money, and the fans need to be educated to actually point the fingers at the players that are taking these wages, and the agents that when players are put up the transfers, pluck figures out of the air and don't forget to don't forget to put my money on the side people. Because I still don't know that when they pay a transfer fee, do they incorporate the agent's fee that goes in into the transfer fee? Or is that separately and hidden in that lovely little phrase in the accounts? Like, what's it called? Like anomalies or something in the accounts? I don't know. I don't know.
3: We'd have to ask an accountant. But my understanding is when the big fees are quoted, it often the paper fees... Uh, the agent fee is included in that. In yeah. the same way, when wages are included, they always include the 14% NI. Of course, because a club. If DFI. If the club spend. Yeah. If the uh, is- not only what the wages are, but the, 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 the player doesn't get that, but the club spends 14% on top of that, national insurance, as part of any pay YE. So when you hear figures of 100 grand a week, it doesn't mean the player actually gets 100 grand a week. It means it costs the club. Hundred pound, uh, hundred grand a week. Mm. It doesn't. Obviously, the the club gets taxed and the player gets taxed. The take home, yeah, is that's the
1: gross, not the net.
3: Yeah, it's the it's the gross including the club's contribution yeah. to tax. Ni.
1: Well, I, what I would like to see the FA mandate clubs to actually put out transfer fees paid and break them down. I want to see exactly what yeah. agents are getting because let's get this right. The PFA used to do agency work, and used to do this, and they never got the million pound, whatever. They would do it for like a small fee, and and what I object to is that if agents want to be paid a million pound, they should invoice the player they're representing. Of
3: course, they should. That's what happens in the theatre
1: industry. What happens? I'll I'll go one step
3: further. In in some leagues, well, I shoot
1: agents. To be fair,
3: I think I think the the um, the the wages should be published by the clubs as well on an annual basis, so we know exactly. I forget which leagues where they do have to publish what what um, what players earn, and then therefore it's all out in the open. Uh, we know where the money goes, and you know if you if you're a football player, you know that that's part of the deal. You know if if you work for the BBC or you're an MP, your wages are known. There's a plenty of other jobs where wages are published, so so why not football players? You know. Mm. I don't see a a problem with it. There needs to be more transparency.
1: Yes. Uh, Back to Stelios, if we have to. Oh, yeah. Uh, He he then goes on, uh, why would the Premier League want to sign off on the proposal that if and six teams complete control what happens to the Premier League, uh, which which I agree with. I, I, I think you'll find. They don't. No, this won't this won't ever get passed because at the end of the day... No, no,
3: the Premier League came out and made a really strong statement yeah. that this you, is not, nothing to do with us, and pretty much all the other clubs have come out and said the same. Well, Let's be honest, the only people who want this are the top six.
1: Yeah, but what, what they've missed out is the fact is that to do that rule change, you need 14 of the Premier League clubs to agree to it. <laughs>
3: Of course,
1: yeah. So what they're saying is, but well, that's wanna... why
3: they were including people yeah. like, oh well, West uh, Ham. Let's include West right. Ham. They were and changing Everton the rules
1: and to to uh, that it was uh, as I said to someone, they were effectively asking two turkeys to vote for Christmas in that by reducing it from twenty to eighteen, two of those clubs that they would have needed support from possibly. Go straight away,
3: yeah. But but hang on, hang on. No, they would do it in such a way that it would be done at the end of the season where the two clubs would have been relegated anyway. Um, so no, only sure. one club, you,
1: so you have so to If you've down. got three
3: clubs being relegated, right, and yeah. then you one club comes up from the EFL, yeah. so the people who actually lose out, you think are the that's two how two how other clubs in the
1: EFL, you think that's yeah, of course how
3: do it. They would. No. That's how I do it, yeah.
1: I think you'll find, Don't you think so? No, they'll probably go four down, two up, or they'll go four down, three up for two seasons, bearing in mind that. Yeah, maybe. You
3: know, I'd long. I'd... Ain't going to happen, as you said. Yeah, it's ain't a point I... it ain't going to happen. Because it ain't going to happen, yeah.
1: Personally, I'd like to see it go back to 22 teams and we have a 42 team league. But of course, that ain't going to happen. No. Uh, anyway, blah, blah, de, blah, 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 still, 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 still. Hello, Mitty Pips. Uh Question, for Sean. How deep is the rift getting between Sullivan and Moyes. Oh. Who gets their oh. wages? or 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 King will turn up. So
3: I, I think I think it's a bit a bit harsh to call it a rift. I think that there's a difference of opinion where the chairman has a view that recruitment needs to be where, like you said earlier, where we buy players that have got resale value. And the manager has a different view on what player he wants to sign. And and in, in between, the, the 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 supporters are saying, hang on, I, mean, I thought he said he wanted a red ball and get young, hungry people. And then he signs Craig Dawson. So look, I think, I think the board will back the manager. But that doesn't mean that sometimes they can have a disagreement. But let's be honest, the manager makes a final decision on all transfers. And if Ben Rama comes to us, right? It will be a man, the manager will sanction it. And I I I understand while Craig Dawson is a Will sorthouse uh player, my understanding is the manager wanted Craig Dawson and it was a manager pick. Ben Rami or Ben Rama, I don't know. I think he prefers King, is what I've been told, but hey. I just hear Without revealing
2: your source yeah. and who told you that he rather have um kingdom barama the person that told you
3: this what does that achieve your opinion (sighs) well but but let's just say that that source is from um, the agent world
1: jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: So I'll let you decide that, Len. Is
2: it an agent of one of the players
3: in question or? It, it, it is an agent who is is in, involved in the <coughs> deal. Um. Yeah.
1: Oh, Twenty six someone else like to like ask you that to smoke. list anyway. Oh okay. Uh, next up we'll move on. Uh, it's uh Andrew Hall. He uh, says, Hello chaps, brilliant podcast, he says as always. It says that it clarifies the Doris Day film that we were talking about is Send Me No Flowers with Doris Rock Hudson and Tony Randall. Uh so Brenda was like to tell us that. Basically, so I oh, was that oh, okay? So, Brenda was just telling us that that was the Doris Day film that we were getting confused with last week.
2: Ah, and the one I couldn't think of was Move Over Darling. All oh, right, funny, isn't mm. it? Were you not put on the spotlight? Like uh,
1: very disappointed, says Andrew by the Window. Yet again, we're two or three inches away from disaster with the Paper Thin squad. Nothing ever seems to get better at the Stratford Circus, uh, which is quite funny because there is actually a place called Stratford Circus. Uh, which is round the corner to the stadium. Uh, with Sullivan Gold Brady running it, we need to step the pressure up and get these parasites out of our club. Brady out. Brady out. Hello,
2: Brenda. Hello, Brenda.
1: Brady out.
3: All right, Brenda. Love.
1: There you go. Uh, have a bit of decorum, Brenda Love. It's 91 for Dear, class, oh, so. dear Sean, it's like, you know, behave yourself. Yeah? You mockneys, you, you you like to think we all talk like that, but we do have a bit of class, you know. We know how to treat a lady. And that white missus, yeah. <laughs> anyway, next up is the Colonel Sanders. Good evening, gents, he says, and Sean. Uh, he's interested to know. What yous all think the motivation would be for a future owner to take over the club? Good question. It goes on, aside from the obvious, because we're West Ham fans. says, the names he's heard, Saudi Money, US Investors, Red Bulls, etc. He's struggling to see what the realistic goal is for such an investor. Ten years ago, perhaps, with the big six being big already, what realistically, even with an open checkbook, could be achieved? You up first, Sean. Sean? Sean? Is he there? Oh, I think he's gone to the toilet. He needs a little wee-wee. Why
2: didn't he? Uh, oh. Oh, he's easy. Yeah, he's he's no You're right there, look.
1: Yeah. Uh, no I suppose you're going to want to ask me, ain't you now? No team me, because I knew he'd gone, and that's yeah. why I asked him. And It's good for back. the guys. good for the kinder. All right, what do you reckon, Lynn?
2: I only think I understand this question. Yeah. I only think a brand
1: can achieve anything. By that, would would you see that as the ultimate demise or 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 like me we're dead as a club anyway to what we were. I don't really care. I keep
2: saying that and it gets worse mate. Yeah. I was with the Trigger's broom analogy with Upton Park and I was completely wrong because you know, it's just not. It's not where the legends played, is it? No. Um, that's what made it. It wasn't the bricks and mortar. Yeah. It was the spirit of our home.
1: Yeah. I, I, um. You know, for me, it, it was the same. You know, I never understood naming those stands after of players that had never played at that stadium. It it no. it, it means nothing.
2: No.
1: I mean, no. to answer Paul's question. I've never understood that and the, the problem for me is is that when these clubs take over I always used to say there were four clubs that used to expect or demand Champions League football actually and there would be two clubs that hoped to achieve Champions League football I think that's now increased where there's five or six clubs that the, whose owners near enough demand or expect Champions League football, and one being Leicester that hope they get it. And only four spaces are available. If we were bought by a big foreign investor, how much money would they need? Because if you're looking at it, it's going to cost them 500 million to buy the club, if we put a figure on it. It's going to cost that, again, just to enable us to catch up. So that's a billion, but in that time, the top six are then gonna be spending, spending, spending. So what you may find is you may jump in there for one season, at best, maybe two, but then the big clubs who will be outgunning us even more will then up their game because they want it to be a cartel. You know, that's why they're coming out with these plans to keep clubs like West Ham down. Financial well, the fair Premier play. League is
2: a cartel. Yeah, it is a cartel. And the uh, i am funny I was talking I was talking to my missus. My missus is doing a um um a um uh, she's got an event on some she does it with you know it doesn't matter. She asked me about um like investment in football club and things have changed a little bit. The Uh, let's not talk this uh, move on I won't tell you about this move on (laughs) you've decided it's confidential confidential. well uh, not a little bit I'm just trying to think can I explain it without putting someone in this yeah no the the fact of the matter is people rather than sell products now to to make business they look for further investment so she was asking me about some of these uh, energy drinks that sponsor people that she's never heard of or seen on the shelves. And what that is, is they they start a brand up. Um and I've worked for people like this who are not too straight. Um, make out the brand's massive, and but what they're doing is they're not selling the product, they're not selling the energy drink, they don't make any money from the energy drink, they never have. But they they want more investment to push they're saying, we've got a lot of money, but we want to be the best energy drink. We want to be the Red Bull. And there is no energy drink. They're just a brand, and they use the brand to get more investment. So that is why the Premier League is a cartel. It's, it's... And what will happen? Even if you buy a crummy Premier League club, because other Premier League clubs are being bought and sold as a commodity at a higher price, it pulls up the rest of the Premier League with it, the Premier League clubs with it. Not in our league. I mean, we've got no bricks and mortar to sell. So when they're saying it's half a billion, they think their brand is half a billion because it's part of the Premier League and you, with a half a million pound brand, you can maybe um, try and get another quarter of a billion out of someone, which is an in-depth, split investment. It's very complicated and... What
1: you described Shit, basically. sounds like someone that's possibly looking to buy a Sunderland Football Club, who could be well, been, or could be yeah. not associated with donors owners of West Ham. And
2: yeah, well,
1: <laughs> you, someone. Sunderland, uh, that's why be i didn't very want wary, to say yeah. some, be very wary. Be very wary. Rich energy. That. Well, it's us not naming things. There you go. What's and... me? What's yeah. the point
2: of me going through all of dear,
1: that? Dear.
2: For For Big Mouth to come out like that. He's not the only one. He's not the only one. There's a lot of them about yeah. people. Be warned. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple in our midst, and that's all I say. Yeah.
3: Anyway.
1: All right, moving on. Steve Lyons, he says, evening, gents. He's listened to the show with Stelios. He said, brilliant episode, as always, He's poor, especially without Sean. Uh, Len just what? brings a smile to my face. Uh, keep Who up the good that? works. This is Steve Lyons. But then Stel's, you, Steve. Steve's, uh, Stelios has piped up and said, thank you, mate. Uh, you'll get the envelope. <clears throat> so it's probably Stelios. What do you mean? To- I was... Well- Oh, wasn't I on last week? Uh, no, he's talking...
3: No, we're
2: talking about the best ever one. It's just me, Stell. Oh, me. right. Got you. Sean. Got
1: you. Yeah. Got you. There you go. It's people going through our back catalogue. Look oh, at us. We're like the Beatles. Paul Nolan. Beep, beep. Shorter, he says. Evening all. What's happening with his potential signing of Ben Rama? It don't make one bit of sense. I think we've covered that. When does anything West Ham make sense? He continues. Has anyone seen the new spitting image and sketch show featuring Get a Thunberg? I didn't reply to you, Paul, to be fair. Thanks for sending it to me. It was only about a fifth or sixth person that had sent it to oh, me. Oh,
2: you're you know? lucky. I am yeah. in double figures. Yeah. yeah. As you can imagine. It,
1: you know. Have you seen this? Yeah. No fucking shit. Yeah. I, the funny thing is I got Brickbox, so I'd already watched it. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I actually paid for it as well. Um to be fair. Very funny, and the, oh, you like it? I'm not quite sure. Do, do you know why I find it funny? Because it's true, isn't it? She's a professional. A ridiculous... oh, she's okay. a professional protester, and so is our fan base at the moment. So, therefore, you would marry the two up, wouldn't you? I mean, it's a dig at the fan base, obviously, by the writers.
2: I think. Yeah, I, I think they're acquiring a lot of their. Um, Pattern there through social media. I think that's how they're yeah they're getting their their um.
1: I their, don't think it's as good as it was. Like. I must admit, no, it, it's, it's, it's different times. There's a bit missing. Yeah.
2: Misses, but yeah, I mean the characters ain't as strong as them or the polit- politicians ain't as well known. No, we don't we don't um, um, control when we see it. It was a very Sunday night thing, winding down a bit of humor, you've got no control over that.
1: So it's a tough gig for them. Not only that is, it's a very PC world now, so I don't think they could sing. I've never met a nice South African.
2: Well, they can't say that, but what they're doing is uh, they're standing up against the
1: shit that's on social media. or getting that face. The spitting image. Oh,
3: are you talking about Greta?
1: Yeah, and could they wait? Well, are you not listening then?
3: No, sorry, He's someone was giving me some, news, up, isn't he? some transfer updates, Oh, You hadn't so. gone to
1: the toilet like you did a minute ago when I asked you to answer a question, you didn't.
3: Yeah, I did, but, but I did message you to say... I, I was know going I did, and I asked you the
1: question. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> you didn't hear it, you was in the toilet. Anyway, uh, uh, water closet, Nolan carries on, uh, so but no land, I should say, cause he don't like it. He says talking of amusing stories and as Nigel would not mention it last week. I forgot Paul. All right, son. I've got a bit of a sieve brain. Oh, dig me out. Uh, Dutch club MN spelled E W M, have a new deal with a sex toy manufacturer and, the turnstile entrance, and this is true because I've seen the picture, he did send it to me, is a set of ladies' legs that are inviting. So basically, what they've done is they've, they've actually built in front of the turnstile a pair of ladies' legs that you have to walk through the middle of to get into. Oh, the I've ground. seen that before, yeah, yeah. Uh, question to you all Do you think GSB are missing a trick by not doing something similar? Or or, or are they in fact sponsoring them, then?
2: Well, of course, they made all their money from property, didn't they, Sean?
3: Yeah, they did. And it's also yeah. not their stadium, so they don't get to choose no, on that kind no. of stuff. They did. Len, I'm no, not their exactly apologists. they else. They else. No, exactly it's not. It's
2: exactly the same theory of what I've already come out with with the energy drink. They got money to... that. They, they was never selling sex toys. They never made their money out of that. They made the money out of buying the shops because no sob would let them out.
1: Yeah, it's so it's principle. accidental. They're accidental yeah, billionaires. I don't know if I've told this story. I, I, obviously, I used to um, carry out security work uh, for people at David Sullivan's properties. And um, have, they used to have the, the, the dirty book factories, we called it, embarking in Thames Road <laughs> and They'd had a few break ins, so one night we, we uh, me and a mate, we would um, securing putting up metal bars across doors, um, to stop doors being like fire exit doors being pulled open. We would have doors, um, uh, metal bars made that drop in place so they're easily opened in case of fire. So we were in this room, and when we walk in, it's a bit weird because it was just shelves with tape recorders. And we didn't know what it was. So we were working away. And at five o'clock, people start to go home. Half past five, all these tape recorders start working. And what they are is answer machines. And we could hear all the orders being placed for the dirty DVDs that are advertised in the sport paper. It was quite funny to listen. We sat down for half hour and we literally wet ourselves, uh, you know, to people picking at these. DVDs. Well, near enough. Well, not quite like that. You know, uh, Some people pay for that, that Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Some people pay good money with that. Squash for dosh <laughs> and all stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it's, it's quite funny. But then that's when we discovered that all the adverts in the sport newspaper were owned by David Sullivan himself. Um, so, you know, when you say they made their money properly, Sean, and, um, David it's Sullivan's the real brother a Real serious. Money yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. David yeah. Sullivan's
3: brother, what? He Which
1: ran, one? he ran the enterprise. Um, he, he ran the factory.
3: Oh, I'm thinking about Golds' brother Ralph.
1: No, you're thinking who's, about who's no.
3: David Sullivan.
1: Ah, oh, this is a thing who's, people don't uh, realise he's got a brother. I can't remember his name now. Oh, short like yeah. Dave, <laughs> short like Sullivan, looked him school obit looking type, and because uh, they were playing Birmingham one night, and he said he had the um, set to go and pick their mum up and take her up to Birmingham to watch the game.
3: I have seen it actually because he's he's a director on some of his companies, probably. Yeah.
1: Um, well, he ran the show at, at Barking. The, the, we, we, we used to do this. I mean, it was funny going into the warehouse, some of the things we see, some of the things we played with, which one bloke pointed out, I wouldn't play with them. They're the returns. <laughs> 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 we went and washed our hands, I'll tell you. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, Next up, it's it's our good friend, my good friend, Michael Levy Jr. Mike, I want to apologize. I keep meaning to text you out to see how you are. I hope you're settling in. So I'll try and get in touch with you, see you if you're about. Evening gents said, it's probably been addressed before, but is Ben Rama a Moyes target or a Sully special? I think we understand now that it's a Sully special. You can't see him fitting in with Moy's style of play. He's heard a rumour that Dawson was dropped off to the club. Any truth? Well, now you know he's been signed, mate. And he says, thanks for the pub. Uh, that's the soul singing superstar Michael Levy Jr. People. Next up is Doddy. Thanks Dodzy. for listening, Michael Levy
2: Jr.
1: Is what? Thanks for listening. Yes, sorry. Uh, next up is Doddy. I'm rushing for him because obviously someone's got to go out. Uh, he likes a bit of squirrel. He? No, no, no. No, it's not Doddy. Well, Doddy might like a bit of squirrel, but what it is is that only if someone else has run it over. Because the rules of the countryside is if you run the animal over, you can't pick it up and eat it. But if you're a bit hungry, you send your mate in the car in front, let him run the animal over, and then you can come behind and pick it up. Did you know that? I did, actually. Yeah. Sean, you must have known that, living out in... So no, I didn't know that. So if you run a deer over, yeah, you're not... And kill oh, I it, do
3: know that. You're not allowed yeah, to pick yeah. it up. In, in, in Richmond Park, yes, I do know but
1: that. But the bloke yeah. behind you, he can put it up and have venison for dinner.
3: I, I, yeah, I, that, that's uh, but that's only with royal deer and stuff. I don't think it counts with no. squirrels and
1: stuff. Uh, do, do you, no, any, I think any game, you see lot like of pheasant or whatever. Oh,
3: I, I'm not sure. I, I think it only counts for when the animals are private um, in a royal park. I, I think you're, it's an urban myth. You're, you're slightly well, wrong. Well, it ain't there, urban, Bob. is it? Because oh, it's in
1: the countryside. We don't have deer running around the <laughs> urban, mate. <laughs> I'm going to check that out. <laughs> you check that out, son. Anyway, it's Dodsey goes. Clive, out. Clive, Clive. Yeah, Clive. What?
3: Clive Sullivan.
1: Oh, right. Oh, thank you.
3: Dear. Sorry, I, I, I've been searching. I, oh, I well was trying to remember. Is. I was look. I was looking at um, David Sullivan's and directorships on on his myriad of different companies and trying to find his brother, uh, Clive Sullivan. Born October
1: 1946, is his brother, by the way. All right, there you go. October when? 96? 46. 46. All right, thank you. Uh, all right, my handsome. How you doing? Says Dodsey. He says, with the podcast only lasting an hour and a half last week, is that why Nigel felt the need to go on another podcast straight after for further three hours to get his fix? <laughs> Nigel, you really are the pimper podcast. Yes, that was true. But who, it- who did you... Whose podcast you go on to? Like? You were on It on <laughs> With Trans a deadline day, we went on with Stills. We did the. Uh...
3: Oh yeah, of course I forget.
1: You forget, isn't it? I don't know. I don't
3: know if that's a podcast. You See, I get confused. To oh. me, that's that. That's a YouTube stream. It's well, not a
1: podcast. Oh, people call it a podcast or whatever. We bring. Really? It, you know, they get better ratings when we're on it, Sean. Don't knock uh, it, some
0: Okay.
1: To be fair though, you didn't know I was coming on, Sean, did you? No, I
3: didn't. <laughs> Thought you were
1: special, didn't
3: you, Sean? Oh, dear. No, I know I'm not special. No, you're not. I certainly don't get put on a pedestal by anyone. No, there you go. And you get shot off, <laughs> shut down. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're disliked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Even though, by the way, guys, I'm still off Twitter,
1: mostly. Well done, you. Yeah, you, you said that. You've done very well. That, that weekend when you was off, when you first went off, it was it was heaven. Then it all went downhill. Anyway, I won't go there, will I? Apparently. Uh, Sean, trust you better after your illness, he says. Yeah, who cares? Uh, where...
3: uh, no, I'm fine. I have oh. I, I tested negative, by the way. Thank you for asking. I had a COVID test on Monday. I tested negative on Wednesday night. And uh, I'm off the antibiotics, et cetera. And I'm fully fit again. Thank you for asking.
1: We didn't. Uh he, he, he does follow on to say where I was never recovered from the loss of Cineworld. <sighs> Let it go. Let it go. Oh no, he can't watch that film. Can he? Uh, Questions as follows. Why do we sell a creative player for 20 mil and buy another for 30 mil? This is Sullivan all over it.
3: Are we are we ex- no, Two different players though.
1: All right. Okay. There you go. Two different players. Sean with the obvious answer. Uh, Have we got any view on Anderson because he says he wants to come back?
3: Well, no. I mean, look, we all hope Anderson does well at Porto. It's a bit of a strange one. I mean, they signed um, Tony Martinez, as you know, on a free transfer. I was told they were skinned and they were struggling to pay players' wages. So it really surprised me that we do such a deal with million uh, euro loan fee and him paying the whole hundred and twenty five grand a week wages. Let's hope they don't knock us on it is all I'll say. Um but I hope he does well. I really do. I think he's being announced on Wednesday, isn't he? As as uh
1: Who? Dodsey?
3: Um no, um
1: Anderson. Anderson. Oh right. Yeah uh, I think he's on, the, it be well, announced
3: oh, on Wednesday. I thought it's been announced. Well not announced but but, but you know it obviously sure, it has been announced. His debut. Uh, makes his debut, sorry.
1: Yeah, there he goes. Makes his debut. Oh, yeah. uh, Dodsy asked me to explain why I think £15 is good value to watch a Premier League game. Um, I think I've explained that. I'm not sure I've used the word good value, but I've explained why I fully understand. There's a difference between understanding and...
3: You, can, I, can I just do an analogy for Dodsy? Yeah, go right? on. I, I know he, he used to um, pay his money to Cineworld, Before they went bust, but I used to go to the Odeon, or um, in those nice reclining chairs, or something called Everyman in in Isha in uh, in um, Sorry,
1: mate. What? It's not come out the closet day. I think that was No, no, no.
3: Everyman is a a set of boutique um, um, Mm. cinemas. Oh, do you know what the cost of a a um, luxury cinema ticket is? No, fifteen pound. Alright. So you know, I have no problem in going out um, on date night and going to a boutique um, cinema and paying fifteen pound a ticket. It's entertainment, isn't it? You wouldn't have a problem. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have a problem paying fifteen pound for a meal if you went out at night, would you? So what is the problem? What is this psychological problem with pounds? Because you've got to pay
2: that that meal as well as the football shunt. You need to eat to live. I mean, no one's brought up the boxing pay-per-view
1: and the fact that they're charging far in excess um, for what they're doing. And boxing's really sold itself out to pay-per-view now, in in my opinion.
3: Anyway, we probably need to move on because, as you say, unfortunately I do need to pick up my daughter this
1: evening. Uh, Well, I have explained it, Dodsy. Um, and he says, Brady out. Siggy Stardust says, evening, gents. David Jones. He said he's not watched the internationals, oh, no. but seen good reports on Rice's performance. Glad we seem to have been able to keep him for the time being. Uh, yeah, I do enjoy the fact that people were saying um, credit to the owners, apparently, for keeping him. I heard someone on TalkSport yeah. say that, Barry. and No um, one bid, though. No <laughs> one bid. So I don't know what credit you get for that. But still. There you go, if that's what you think. Uh, is Hong Kong Fui really a number one super guy? I should all credit go to Spot the Cat?
3: Well, we know where the credit goes. Ah, uh, Hong, Hong Kong the Cat. But... There you go. I've M- just noticed there's 31 comments in no, there. There's no, I'm
1: way. running through them tell your daughter just wait I thought she was learning to drive yeah, right. can't she drive herself bloody
3: hell. she is but she can't drive she's in she's in uh, Guildford tonight and she's been at college all day and I've sort of left her there at my boyfriend's but don't worry I,
1: Ooh, I, I uh, boyfriend I keep her company I won't worry about it so. uh, yeah don't worry about that. if you
2: really I've just drawn Bobby Moore in my left hand in case you're interested not very good but you know you got what I've just drawn Bobby Moore in my left hand alright all right. on a picture. post-it note I just thought, you know, just, I don't know why I'll do it the, all the right time. right busy then? I'm not very well in the head. I just thought I'd try oh. In case I lose my hand some some way. <laughs> yeah, oh, right.
1: oh dear. If you were owners of West Ham, would you have moved to the London Stadium, says Martin Rowe. And it's 66,000 capacity with cheap rent, providing the cheapest tickets in London. Or stayed at Upton Park, try to increase the capacity. So basically if you stayed at Upton Park, would you have tried to increase the capacity to, or what would you have tried to increase capacity to? Sean, we know the answer. You wouldn't have stayed there. You'd have sold us standard. River.
3: Well, do you know what? No, well, it's been proved wrong. Obviously the, Mr. The cheerleader. moved out, etc. So, no, uh, we, we know that there were plans to go to 40,000. Um, I would have actually knocked it all down and, and built a, a, a 60,000. All of it? No,
1: knocked yeah, it all of it. it all
3: down? Knocked what? it all down and built it again. Upton
2: Park or?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Upton Park. Bowling ground. Well, like
2: where one. would you be able to do that?
3: Well, I would just start again, a bit like um, Spurs did. I'd knock half of it down and move it but and start building the car Wembley? park. No, no, you'd come I would have like rented Spur- the oh, London yeah, Stadium. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Played it. Played at Charlton, or something. Yeah, we'd, have, we'd have rented the the Athletic Stadium on our doorstep. <laughs> um, you're bonkers, Sean. Yeah, yeah I, at, at the end of the day, the the, the the first now in the coffin was the relegation of 2003, because that scuppered the Chicken Run being rebuilt. Because if we hadn't have gone down in 2003, they would have progressed with the Chicken Run being rebuilt. Um relegation scuppered that the loss of money loss of players and then we came back up and the Salda the club to the Icelandics and then the Olympics on the horizon you know I still maintain the day I just wish Paris had got one more vote than us and then we wouldn't have this to worry about uh, so I would have took it. Oh, you can oh, all...
3: talk that. You do. You, we didn't mention it, but obviously <laughs> I think it's hilarious. The, we, I don't think we mentioned last week, but the owners of the London stadium was suing Alan and ovary. Oh, can legal I just stop visas. you there? Yeah. Go on.
1: We'll get to that. All right. Fine. Yeah. No, just, uh, I have quickly skipped the questions and, and noticed. That yeah, I yeah, I fine. yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, hello, it's Dazla here. He said, for once, I'm not at work on a Monday. So, can you post this observation? For you, mate, anything. Uh, We'll even give you a round of applause. Uh, Was Antonio's goal against Leicester the longest 1-2 in football? Um... Can you two stop texting each other, please? <laughs> <laughs> That's my left I hand. hand it's <laughs> <laughs> it good for your left hand, to be fair. I was impressed.
2: You've got a beer in me, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Antonio's goal against Leicester, the longest 1-2 in football. So, obviously, Antonio laid it off, didn't he? And then yeah. took it back.
2: Actually, no. Wasn't... Um, we signed a player whose first touch was a massive one too. The, the commentary went from where, but I forgot what player it was. was it, it Payet? Well, no, it was a youngster that come on and he got the, the, the ball come over. Someone will say, it would remind us who it is. We're the shit at doing a podcast, don't we? Let's be at honest. times. Three blokes who can't remember fucking a thing. Here's me drawing me left hand. Sean goes to the Kazi fucking hell no wonder we've only got eight listeners every <laughs> week someone says oh you're great on the podcast i'm fucking dreadful jesus christ you know anyway, they say, carry on.
1: no self-praise is no praise so let the others. exactly think. yeah uh, and so uh, well anyway anyway skipping on so darren says project big picture surely won't go ahead. here's a question yeah uh Dean garner or ben rama who would have been better Well we don't know. Um Wouldn't it be funny if we end up with neither? Well we're definitely not got one of we'll them. We'll be
2: definitely not getting
1: the <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Here you go.
2: Yeah, yeah. more than likely. Um, I mean who
1: was better last season in the in the championship? Ben Rama or Diangana?
3: Well Diangana
2: think...
1: went
3: up. It's hard to say I mean I mean I didn't watch enough if I'm honest with you. Um but I heard, apart from the last bit where they missed out on the, you know, in the playoffs, that Benrahma was, was, was in amazing form, you know, and we all thought Brentford were going to go up. And maybe... They were, and they choked uh, in West, the final. West, 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 yeah, exactly. And yeah. West Brom almost didn't go up, didn't they? They, they nearly missed it up at the end. So, again, I'm told they're two different players. One is a traditional left-winger and the other one is a slightly different... I don't know enough about football to actually speak with confidence about how they're different, but someone did explain to me who knows a lot more than me that they're completely different players, wow. even though they play in the same position.
1: Okay. Uh, f- thanks for that, Daz. Warren James Greenfield says... Uh, he or three names. Uh, well, four, maybe. Greenfield. I don't know if that's two names, but anyway. Ah, uh, uh, Warren or Bunny, to his friends, says, after asking the other week about refunds going into the club cash to of back on pound card, he's glad the club got this right, and we didn't cover this, and the 10% is a nice bonus. Yeah, I, I'm getting a bit bothered about this, Sean, to be fair. Oh, are you? Yeah, because the you? club Tell me why. keep doing things right. Oh, oh, dearie me. You know, Sullivan's buying the food bank a van, the club.
2: They'll let you down. It won't last. Don't worry about that. Not
1: only go to club cash, which to be fair, I think I said I'd have been happy with. I didn't need the money back on the card. But to then give us 10%, you know, when it was broached to me by a source close to the club that West Ham were going to be doing this and that they may give us interest, I think I said to that source close to the club, yeah, but if they give us less than 7%, you know it ain't going to look good because people are going to be pointing out that the owners will be taking more interest than they give to the fans. So when well, source they, they close to the club then said, Well, oh, it turns out it's 10%, uh, what was my reaction, Sean? <laughs> you
3: went bloody hell.
1: Yeah, I think I did. Um, so
3: that's a do good deal.
1: Yeah, you know you can't same
3: same same interest. They give um, media rights and funding.
1: Yeah, it's so. Therefore, for me, I find it a bit, it's a bit you know, off page, isn't it? Because I'm supposed to be ranting and raving at them. And yet here I am saying, well done. And people think I'm going soft, mellowed. You yeah, see so why, I can't Yeah, you? but the, the thing is, what it is, is that in the past, I'm a fair person. If people do things right. I say, you've done that right. If you've done it wrong, I say, you've done that wrong. The problem is in the past is I've done nothing right. So there was nothing. anyway
3: way, yeah? There
1: was what? Well, yeah. Cockney way, is it? Well, it is. I don't know about the Cockney way. I think it's the right way to be. You know, don't dig yourself an hour and just sit in it for no reason. Anyway, anywho. Brady out. Brady out.
2: Yeah. Chris
1: Butcher. Brady out. Yeah. Evening all. He says, he's curious as to where you'll think we should strengthen. He's concerned if Suchik or Rice pick up another injury. Uh, who comes in? Uh, did Sean get any feedback from his Brady outstance? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Answer what? that no. question, Sean. <laughs> Have you got any feedback from your Brady outstance? No. No? None at all. Really? Which is, uh, yeah. yeah. I thought you got some feedback, which was, oh, really? I didn't know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It had passed them
1: by, I think. Certain director of the company. <laughs> I completely- hadn't even noticed.
3: Yeah, so, oh, really? Oh, are you? <laughs> so, so there you go. My my campaign obviously wasn't high profile enough. Because, yeah.
1: Um, obviously, the club's boycott of more than just a podcast is uh, is still holding firm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah. They're not... The, the club... The club are not one of our eight listeners. No, obviously,
1: no, they haven't. Well, they probably don't listen or to the, anything. Or the in,
3: or the director I spoke to, obviously, is no, not no. one of our eight listeners.
1: Too I eyebrow- Well, then again, we don't talk about Coventry, Sean. So why would they
3: listen?
1: Ooh. Anyway, Ooh. evening, gents. Wee. Nicholas Harvey.
3: That comment will get back to <laughs> us. <laughs> he a bit out. of
1: squirrel. He, uh, Nick Harvey. He, yeah. He, questions first. He says, so you answer him." Uh, he's gone for. Project Big Picture or Project Greed. He's been reading still. Can anyone think of anything positive about it? As I can't. Uh, not at all. No. I can't. Even even the fact is that the part of it that really smacks for me is the EFL. They're expecting the EFL to kick two clubs out. They want yes. to reduce from 92 clubs to 90. Not only two clubs out of the Premier League. To kick two clubs down, they want two clubs to, to go as well. That's not on, is it? Arrogance of the highest order. I'm not having a pop at Americans, but the fact that both clubs are owned by Americans possibly shows danger if we went down the American route. Just putting it out there. Uh, he, he said he's got one for Sean. Well, we've done this. Uh, Dawson and Brunrama, Moise or Sullivan signings. Uh, we've discussed discussed that uh, there. Sullivan's, he can't see the point. in Uh, buying.
3: No, no. Dawson is
1: a moist. I think Dawson is moist. He go out about sums it up, doesn't it? Really? He can't see the point in buying Bryn Rama when he had Dean Garner, but someone thought it was a good idea. Would King be better bet since we've had Serenade? I think I've said why He, he isn't really. Um, and as well as not being able to pronounce player names, I know Shell couldn't spell his name on Claret. Sean, sorry, couldn't spell his name on Claret and Spew earlier today.
3: No, that is true. And, and I'll tell you the reason is... Because um, you're thick
1: and you can't bleed and spell properly, Sean.
3: No, 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 no. WordPress has got this really cool idea where it's sort of predictive text. Because we've w- typed in the word Valon Barami, so many times it keeps on changing Brahma to Brahmi, and 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 I did miss it earlier. That the headline was right. It was Brahma, Ben Rama, Brahmi, Ben Rama. But but Brahmi um, was was put in the um, uh, was in the text. But someone uh, pointed it out, and I was was happy to correct it. So, well, no, obviously, everybody knew I was talking about.
1: I don't point it out anymore. Um, Not that I gave up pointing it out here, but it tells another story. Uh, Craig Dawson is underwhelming, he says, still onwards and upwards. Uh, he still thinks we can give Spurs a rump of the money. Most importantly, Nicholas Brady out. <coughs> Old Appy chops himself to make Marion's back. Uh, he, he's, he's probably a bit depressed because the Welsh are probably going to be locked down even more. Uh, Benny does it again. I think that's you, Sean, by engaging math before brain. I cannot believe Benny oh. raised the subject that does the Cineworld pass last week. Uh, does he not know how this has affected the man from Zamazet? He's only just got over blockbuster video closing and has still got his video plugged in. He said, he's got worse. Who's, who said this? This is the maid. Uh,
3: Oh, Mount Marion. Yeah,
1: He said it's got worse, he said, because when he came back from New Zealand, the only two videos he had uh, were uh, Gone with the Wind and the box set of Love Thy Neighbour, which are no longer pretty, pretty correct to watch.
3: I watched them the other day. They were great. Uh, only the ones that were on show. I'm sure he had a few videos from uh, David Sullivan's warehouse as well.
1: I'll tell you what I you noticed, know, the uh, that they were selling it ain't half up, mum, in HMV.
3: Oh, really? What, a DVD, DVD box, set?
1: box set? Attempted to buy it, mate.
3: Who buys DVDs? Who gets box sets anymore? I I, I don't think I've played anything on a DVD, Blu ray, whatever they're called, player in, in years.
1: Oh, right. Well, I do. Who He's does that anyway? I still watch DVD's videos. Shown. Do you? Yeah.
3: Videos?
1: Yeah. West stand Videos? But you've still got a Betamax
3: or something? No. Just, we it's, would, it's all digital, mate. We would. I only stream stuff. It doesn't stream. I don't watch it. Oh, oh I don't have go. an aerial either. I don't do aerials. I, do, I stream on the internet. If do you, you, you stream it, them? I watch it.
1: Are Your whites whiter. Or do you go dead?
3: I don't know. I don't watch. I don't watch adverts. Uh, well, uh, probably in online, but I don't watch adverts, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, right. I don't watch TV, so it's streaming. So it's streaming. It was does doesn't make your whites whiter, not it not both.
1: Yes, I think I did cover that. Again, this
3: sounds like probably a TV (laughs) ad campaign that's just gone completely over my head. So you've
1: never bought washing powder?
3: Washing powder. People buy these little capsules now that has everything in them. Who buys washing powder, for Christ's sake? That's like the 80s. Who buys washing powder? That's,
1: that's the working class then. Sorry.
3: You do not. I do, look, there's no way you do washing in the first place. And I bet you if I asked Sam, your wife, yeah. she would go, no, of course we don't use washing powder.
1: Do you know what she No was, one uses mate, washing we, powder. We use washing powder. We buy the no. big boxes, yeah. It's better when they... No, those... I don't believe Listen, you. The, 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 the delights of, of, of the, the, the the first thing we bemoaned, about when we moved out of of East London, was that I never got the knock on the door anymore.
3: I bet you Nige, use one of those...
1: Um, come and have a look in the van. See if you want anything. They don't come round no more.
3: I
2: thought
1: I'll you were going say bet Danny Baker. No, no, no. no, no. With someone I'll cheaper you than Danny it, Baker, mate. I
3: bet you use one of those old uh, enameled... Wash things with a a board that you scrub it against, and then use a wrangle to like instead of a a tumble dryer to before you mean you a
2: washboard
3: and a mangle rather than a wrangle. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Right. I don't know what what the, the things you poor people use in in the sixties and seventies.
1: Oh, well, no, we we got it. Washing machine. listen. I point out, Sean, I come from an upper working class family. We were market traders. My granddad was yeah. the first man to have a television down his road, I'll have you know. Yeah? yeah. And he allowed the neighbours to watch the Queen's coronation on it. I mean, granted, they had to stand outside and look through the window, but hey, you know? <laughs>
3: Anyway, we digress, (laughs) we
1: digress. It's it's not a Washington podcast. Dave
3: Sperry says,
1: why does the board sell a wing at a 20 and bring in another one at a 40?
3: Discuss this.
1: Is it just in competency? Well, the thing you... Dave, don't make it up, mate. It's not 40, is it? It's 30. And it's 25 plus 5 add-ons. So, you know, but it is a bit one of them.
3: Uh, It confuses me. Yeah.
1: Mark Bright. Uh, obviously the Crystal Palace player taking a break from BBC, whatever, or doing whatever he does at Palace, sitting in the box. Evening chaps. He's got a question about the coaching setup. Uh, What do the coaches bring to the table? He says he notices that Noland seems to be in charge of subs and tactics during games. What does Stuart Pearce do? Brady
3: out. He talks to the manager at home, doesn't he? On the phone, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's on the phone. I'm on the phone.
1: He he obviously got know. a better grasp of Scottish than um than obviously Nolan, isn't
3: he? True story, bro. True story. Uh, Stuart Pearce um managed Craig Dawson um not in the forest for the uh, lib- oh, a great, the Britain, great Britain, team.
1: Britain team. Yes,
3: yeah. True story, bro.
1: Oh, good. Ed Hughes, Len? Yes, mate? Ed Hughes.
2: Loves a bit of
1: squirrel. Does.
2: Loves it. It's Ed Hughes who loves a squirrel.
1: (laughs) He does. He loves a bit of squirrel. Uh, So the Beeb says we're against the Premier League power grab. Are we really? I thought us being part of a cartel was right up the GNS
3: show. No, because we get less money because we won't get into Europe. So unless... Unless you can get into Europe, it really doesn't make any financial sense for us.
1: Blinda Kaikitis. Hello, Mitty right. Pips. Uh, she says, uh, transfer update. We've done that. Will Landerson come back? He may come back, but doubt if he'll ever play. But not while Moyes his manager.
3: You, you know what? He only has a year left on his contract when he does come back. So only 12 months. Um, so we're
2: not going to get any money back
3: for him? Really? It seems not, really
2: it
1: seems Jesus. not she then says I thought he was very good on talk sport
2: we were fucking good down the left hand side
1: no. uh, <laughs> and lastly she says who's Fido Dido she's disproving my bleeding go, theory now isn't how, she? how does she
3: know you've mentioned Fido Dido or did you put that in the post I
1: put it in the post you idiot oh, it's not why listening. are you
3: talking about my haircut in the post
1: Oh, this, is, this is what i put in the post i put no i didn't all right well just to clarify i put no booties just a whetstone ct on myself laughing at sean's new air coat that makes him look like fido dido
3: all oh, right okay yeah fine
1: uh, okay there you Move go on. moving on uh, gilford uh, gary prince Your mate, Sean, he says, what do you think of the option to have your season ticket put aside as club cash and 10%? Do you think the constant offer changes are reflective of cash flow problems? I don't think they're reflective. I think that is the problem, Uh, cash flow. But then again, of course, they're going to have a cash flow problem. They were losing 30-odd million before all this. Uh, they lost another 15 let's say but but
3: you know what what is i know people go oh it's not no other clubs moan but i tell you what they are arsenal are absolutely cost cutting and this is what there's been uproar other clubs have to cut their cloth we funny enough affordable football are not as hard hit as people like spurs and man united who earn tens of more millions in ticket and corporate revenue than we do so it's a it's a double-edged sword you know it is costing tens and tens of millions to the big six as well yet they carry on spending like you know like nothing's happened something must give at the end they must be borrowing the money or there's going to have to be sacrifices somewhere along the line it will catch up with them at some point mark my words
1: Mark them. Yeah, so I'm just watching Yoko Ono, and she brought out a song called "Bad Dance," mate. This looks bad. Oh dear, oh dear.
3: Is that a question from Yoko Ono?
1: No, I'm just it. I've got the Lennon Eighty Channel on. Um, I'm giving you I've six more minutes
3: it. before yeah. I have to pick up my. Right,
1: okay, uh, Ian Wiley says, "Can I put a poster shot up of Fido Dido's new haircut?" I'm drawing it he says It's not really the same unless we get to witness it. Uh, listen, E. will tell you what I do. Wait till he goes to pick his daughter up. I'll put it up. It's all right. <laughs> uh, Alan Woodhouse. Where's that dog? Sit. Uh, it's Barbara's uh, son. Evening, fellas. He says, I hope Sean's feeling a weight lifted after coming off Twitter. I know it can be a toxic place, he says. Yeah, he enjoyed I do, the actually. podcast about the West Ham finances recently and it confirmed that the owners have invested badly rather than under investing, which is what we aim to set out to prove. So well done for yeah, taking yeah. that in. that's right. Yeah. Uh, do you think as an owner of any football club, you have an obligation to invest your own money or would you rather see the club being self-sufficient? I'd say it'd be self-sufficient,
2: but-
3: well, I, I think the, the the goal is always to be self sustainable, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's how I think. Burnley, I think it do you one.
3: know what? Burnley are really well run football clubs, and 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 actually, in some ways, sell so walls. But let's use Burnley as the gold standard. Burnley spent one million pounds in the transfer window, and if you look at the Burnley model. They haven't put in money for years and years and years and years. It is the tip, the 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 gold standard of a sustainable football club that doesn't require um, outside investment. Now, it hasn't caught up with them yet, and hopefully it doesn't. You know, it doesn't catch them up with this season. But I think Sean Dyche and the board there do an excellent job of showing that is the model to if if you've got no sugar daddy to invest that that is a model you want to be you're never going to achieve anything but i think burnley are admired by some Mm.
1: (laughs) no 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 i you no, i've always said and i that i think clubs should be self-sufficient oh yeah uh next up then (laughs) thanks for that question uh babs uh ian gravitt says evening gents hope you're all you're right ian uh how would you implement a scouting network? Obviously you can't keep relying on agents to do our bidding. Southampton Leicester have at least 30, always keeping an eye out for new talent. I mean, I think that's a show all on its own, how you improve off the field. Uh, Ian, to be fair, obviously it needs sorting out, but what you need is you need a manager that's got the long-term contract to be able to put in the scouting in the first place. John Hunt, evening lads. Things have been so bad, let's keep it light. What's the funniest thing you've seen over the hammers? All the best. Funniest thing? Yeah. Mm.
3: Hammerhead losing a race. Yeah. Pathetic, wasn't it? Was that the West Brom game? Or, or, or the, cat, the cat that ran across the pitch and got more coverage than the football game remember the cat
1: yes yeah i can't well, now, really think of funny are. things that it's
3: not me that's me come on three minutes three minutes no, well, you, really you keep
1: talking you yeah, keep, keep talking um daniel mclennan says great listening boys even sean no question he said just the brady out uh Leo Gollard says, hello fellas, on the back of two wins, more or less carried on from our post-lockdown form. It would seen the team are on the up and ready to give it to any team. Uh, quickly he says, Where do you think West Ham will finish? Quickly.
3: Top ten. Tenth. Top Top where we where are we are now, tenth. 10th.
1: Tenth. 10th. Alright. Len. Um. 11th. 11th. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh Adam Levitt says, great show as always. Uh, he, he then says, it was Adam that says, what's this about the London stadium owner uh, suing the law firm? Go Sean.
3: We haven't got a lot of time, but but, but on, <laughs> basically, uh, Alan and Overy, which are one of the magic circle in law firms, created this fifty-four page document, which was given to all bidders, and and you know uh, the London Stadium or LLDC created it, and now they're suing them. Now LLDC have lost pretty much every legal. Uh, they sued uh, Delaware North. They lost Vinci. They uh, they lost. They've sued us. They lost every single case. And now they're going to sue one of the largest prestigious law firms in the country. Guess what? They're going to lose. It's going to cost millions of pounds and it's going to go on for five years, but they're going to lose. There you go.
1: Does it does it not show though that um actually that how bad the deal was that they struck on behalf of the taxpayers? No
3: no what that what they're claiming is it's it, I'm it a good deal claiming, west ham
1: i'm saying that what they're claiming the is they were
3: badly advised but come on some of this has got nothing to do with lawyers they got their business case wrong you know the cost of stewarding 250 grand a year compared to the millions it cost that was nothing to do with legal advisors, nothing to do with a contract that was the business case being wrong because the public sector didn't understand football there are some things That are just naivety and lack of understanding in public sector. The legal bits, you know, there may be a point of the legal definition of a football capacity, and some some of the finer legal points on definitions within the contract. But really, it's small beer by comparison of what went on, and you know, who knew? I I, I think the problem was it was
1: was pushed through by Boris Johnson.
3: uh, well this is another reason why I say it won't it won't people go, Oh yeah, you know, the takeovers are gonna involve the sale of a stadium. No, I don't Well, while really. Boris Johnson is still a politician. This will not be sold. No. Right, moving on. Uh,
1: Dave Chevy Oh sorry, uh, Adam carries on with Brady Outs. Uh, Brady last out. up, Dave Trevitt says even Nigel, Sean, and Len. Uh, it, it, get this in early. we you the last one, mate. Sorry. Uh, as you didn't read it out last week. He says Brady out. He said, "Who gives a fuck about internationals?" This is I haven't for many years. Uh, question for basin boy. I think that's you. He's not basin boy anymore though. Not after today anyway. Any truth in Sally injecting thirty million to pay for players, knowing he will make a tidy profit from the loan? Uh. No, no truth. wasn't a loan, Dave. It was thirty million. It wasn't didn't come from Sullivan. Came from all the owners. It was a share yeah. issue. It was it, a
3: rights issue. Yeah, yeah. it was. And it's in the public domain. Go, yeah. go to um, a WH Holding on uh, a Company's House. You'll see it's a rights issue. They gave thirty million pounds to buy shares they already owned, and uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. The same way as a secret agent saying that David Gold paid for Kufau, sorry, Sufau personally, uh, even though he just sold his FA Cup for a million quid and took another million quid, one of his companies from the, uh, from the club last year. Uh, uh, no, no not, true, no, not true. Not true. Uh,
1: he says, uh, he wouldn't be happy if four nails was dropped for any new signing. Seeing as we're seeing the real player. What are your thoughts on that, Lynn? What, what I just said.
2: Um, I was sending <laughs> Belinda a photo of a Fido, uh, a drawing of right Fido Dado that I've
1: done in 60 oh, seconds. Right, there you I'm go. Doing... So uh, Dave Chevy was just saying he wouldn't be happy if Four nails was dropped for any new signing.
2: As we're no, seeing the real no, player be.
1: that he, he is. Yeah. Me too. There you go. This is the problem. Anyway. This is what don't... And he says, finally, Nigel, where was you last night? He says, still's okay, but better when you're there. The keepers on his toes. Well, it's still show. You know, I can't. I can't. Didn't get an invite. You can't. Yeah, no. Didn't you? you S- didn't get an invite. Listen, Sunday nights I like to sit back, rock up, and take the piss out of him. Yeah, excellent. Yeah,
3: Brady outs. Anyway, I do have to go and pick my daughter up for um from Guildford. Um, which if you watch Hitchhikers Guide to Galaxy of uh, is is of that fame, uh, who who came from Guildford? Do you know?
1: Um, Arthur.
2: Hitchhikers uh, tried, Guide to Galaxy.
3: Full prefect. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. well. I'm pretty sure. Someone will correct me. Anyway, I've been Sean. Len has been. Drawing. <laughs> and Nigel <laughs> has been.
1: Uh, in his living room, not really in his shed because it was a bit yeah. raining oh, out there. Oh. Brody out. Brady out.
3: Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Wow. Back next Bobby week. Moore more than just a podcast. Just a podcast, maybe.